When you want to get into the dog daycare business and you want to create your own place, one of the hardest things to overcome is financing. How do you get the money to fund your dream? Well, today we're going to give you some options and tell you just how you can do that. It's time to become the Overdog. All you dog businesses, get ready to level up. This is the Overdog Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. As always, your buddy Fern with you here. Uh, this is going to be a good one, especially for business owners or prospective business owners who are looking to get into this industry, or perhaps you're looking to expand maybe um, make an addition or move to a second location, uh, you're going to love this episode because one of the hardest things to uh, wrap your head around is financing all that. And it's tricky and very difficult to do by yourself. And often you need some help. So help is here. I'm excited to be joined by Jacqueline Pate and Claire Cronin from Live Oaks Bank. Welcome to the show. I'm going to have you guys just kind of introduce yourself and talk about you know, uh, what you're doing, where you are, and we'll take it from there. Awesome. Again, my name, Fern, thank you so much for having us. My name is Jacqueline Pate, um, lender here at Live Oak Bank, um, in our pet care facility space, um, with Claire Cronin. And this is Claire Cronin, who Jacqueline just um, pointed out. I have been with Live Oak for seven years in the pet care world for five of those and just love lending in this space and seeing all the opportunities that has happened since I've joined. Thanks. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. And I, you know, every once in a while I get, uh, you know, graced with a, a single guest, but today I got two guests. So it's even doubly exciting. So it's pretty cool. Uh, the, the thing I like, you know, there's a lot of different places that you can uh, get money to finance your, your venture. However, there's nothing better than finding someone who's experienced in this space. And that's why um, I was very excited to have you guys on because you have been helping dog daycare owners and pet businesses for years. So that's why, um, you know, I invited you on here and I think you could provide a lot of value to these guys. So um, why don't you guys just tell me a little bit about Live Oak Bank, what you do there and all the fun and all that stuff. Absolutely. So Live Oak Bank, we started in 2008 Um, Our headquarters are in Wilmington, North Carolina, so small town right on the coast of North Carolina. Um, And we actually started lending in the veterinary world. Um, We really focused on trying to find an industry that we thought we could get to know and become experts in, um, and that was a little underserved in the banking industry. Um, So we had a small team at the time back in 2008 and lend money to veterinarians and veterinarians only. Um, we were known as the doggy bank and actually some, st- some people still know us as that, um, which we are totally fine with. Um, and that's kind of been our motto as we've continued to grow the bank is we have teams that are dedicated to a specific industry and lend to that industry day in and day out. Um, we are up to about 37 industries that we lend to as we do focus mostly lending on um, two small businesses. So Claire and I are both part of our um, pet care facility. We call it pet care facility to kind of encompass um, really anything in the pet care world, whether that's a doggy daycare, boarding, um, grooming, training, et cetera. 
Um, but we lend to that industry day in and day out. Um, so we really have become experts in the industry. Um, Live Oak Bank, we have become the um, largest SBA lender in the nation per volume. So we do utilize the SBA program, um, Small Business Administration Program. Um, another unique thing about our bank is that we don't have branches. So we um, do lend to customers nationwide. Um, however, we're not going to be on every corner of every um, of every street that you look at. So we do try to go visit all of our customers um, to still make it that personalization um, and have that face-to-face -face contact. Um, and we're also building up our deposits side of our bank as well. So we do have the one of the largest, um, highest savings account rates, both on the business side and the personal side, um, currently at 4%. Um, so that kind of gives a little bit of background about Live Oak Bank. We are different than most other banks, um, but we do have some unique aspects to us that really have been valuable in helping our customers. Very cool. The doggy bank. I love it. Like my, my marketing mind is already going with the, the, you should, if you're not already doing it, you should be giving actual banks of a dog to all your clients. Like I just, I want one of those already. And I don't ah, I can see it on the screen. You're showing your doggy bank. Yep. I love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, showing, showing off my little top. So Jacqueline does have it on the back of her top, but she may not turn around. To, well, I take do. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Do. Awesome. The doggy bank. I love it. Um, so, so you've been, how long do you say you've been specializing in the pet space since 2008? So we started in veterinarian since 2008, since we started um, pet care specific doggy daycare. We um, started in about 2017. And how many, um, it, it, if you know this off the top of your head, how many pet businesses have you worked with? Hundreds. You've been, yeah. Cause then if you guys are familiar with, um, a lot of the conferences, you may recognize these guys because um, they're often in the trade shows and sponsoring and doing a lot of stuff there. So you've been in the, I, I know you've been around the industry uh, for a while. So yeah, and I know, and what you guys can't see is that uh, Jacqueline right now is doing this call from the airport because she's just coming back from visiting uh, a location. So uh, I love that you're uh, you're out there visiting your clients and you're dedicated to your task. That That's really great. Um, so I know- so, what? I'm sorry, say it again. I just said, absolutely. It's one of the things we love is since we don't have branches everywhere, we love to go travel and um, you know see these facilities and meet our customers face-to-face. -face. Yeah, that's the, that's that's great. Um, that's why I'm looking forward to seeing you guys face-to-face, -face, maybe uh, in Vegas next week, possibly. Um, okay, so, so you've been at this for a while. Um, what have you seen... Like, are there, what have you seen the evolution of like lending and this pet business? Like, uh, how has it changed and where do you see it going? So, Farron, great question. We got into the pet care facility space in 2017 when one of our founding members, Brian Falk, at the time he had been working in the vet space, um, which was one of the legacy verticals that Jacqueline had mentioned. Um, Brian saw the opportunity to branch out into the pet care facility space. We had this, you know, veterinary portfolio. We could see all the services the veterinaries were offering and we could watch, we were watching the revenues increase year over year. Dog ownership and services clients wanted for their pets were growing. And again, pet care was very familiar or similar to the vet space. However, there was you know, a smaller barrier to entry. You didn't need to have your vet's degree, you know, in order to own a pet care facility. 
really zoning was a, is the toughest part as we all know getting into this industry so when we first started lending in this area in like 2017 we're looking predominantly at acquisitions which were primarily primarily grandfathered in so if the seller had zoned their property correctly then you know you had that golden ticket and and you were able to open and operate you know that type of business so really that special use permit which we all found you know is like gold out there and again i had the opportunity to learn directly from brian pre-covid obviously covid will come up later in our questions but like he definitely was onto something you know starting this this new vertical in the bank as well so just I feel that everybody wanted grooming, like grooming wasn't a big service back in the day, but grooming, training and daycare has taken off. It's just skyrocketed. So it has in this industry. Yeah. I mean, COVID kind of was like a totally like curveball that um, that kind of changed everything and continues Correct. I think, to change everything. But yeah, I saw you know, those businesses that were just boarding, they had a tough try, tough time because no one traveled for like two years. And that's where the other revenue streams, like you mentioned, daycare, grooming, training, really yeah. helped to keep everyone afloat and to be able to, you know, help people who needed these these services. Um, so uh, what do you, like, what effect, do you still see effects from COVID like financially and stuff? Like how does it, how does it affect the things that you guys do coming on the other side of it? That's a great question. And I know that Jacqueline has got the answer to this one as well. We kind of had been, you know, back and forth, you know, with some questions here. So Jacqueline, do you want to take that? Sure, absolutely. So we have seen, so obviously in March of 2020, when COVID hit, um, I think everyone in the world was just a little shocked, didn't know what to do. We didn't know what was going to happen, what to expect, um, almost a little bit of a panic mode. Um so we as a bank really took our times to a, make sure our customers were taken care of, making sure that we were there for them, if there was anything that we could do to help. Um, obviously, the SBA um, stepped, stepped up and helped out big time with the PPP program, the Paycheck Protection Program, um, which we were heavily involved with. Um, with that, we helped with the first round, the second round, all the way into forgiveness. Um, but like Claire was saying, pre-COVID, we, we saw mostly acquisitions. Um, Post-COVID, however, once we kind of got out of a slump um, the first year, just still trying to figure out where was this industry going to go, were people going to be traveling again, um, was the word vacation going to be a thing anymore? Um, once we got out of that, we've actually seen a huge growth in this industry, which has been um, very exciting to be a part of. Um, we are now seeing tons of acquisitions still. We're also seeing um, expansions, startups. Um, we're seeing relocations. We're seeing additional locations being opened up um, for customers that are looking to open up, you know, doggy daycare number two, three, whatever it might be. Um, so we're just seeing the the opportunities um, really exponentially grow versus just the acquisitions that we were seeing um, pre-COVID, which has been pretty cool. Yeah, I I, I would, uh, from my end of things, I would say I see the similar things. I have a lot of clients that are now uh, in expansion mode and they're looking to add a second location. They're looking to, to build out more on their existing location. Um, as well as like the new people entering this field. So I think that's a, it's a pretty good sign. Um, I always feel like the pet industry is 
always going up every year and yeah it has its kind of hiccups and speed bumps and stuff but uh, i think it's pretty consistent so i I always say it's a good business to be in now let's say let's say i'm a i'm a person who wants to either maybe i want to open a dog daycare whatever and i'm i'm looking you guys for help um kind of what what do you have to offer me like what are the options so Fern, on, on that question alone, we have several different products that we can offer. Like there's the conventional loan from conventional. We are predominantly, as Jacqueline had said, like an SBA 7A lender. There's 504 loans out there. But however, we just don't see the niche in our space or your space with the 504. We tend to run into issues with appraisals. There's a shortfall in funds to complete construction. And then at that point, you've already got, you know, your loan set up. And at that point, you cannot add to that. So I feel that a lot of the 504 loans comes out of your, you know, personal liquidity and it's draining your funds that, you know, we'd like to see whenever you're up and running. So with being, you know, a preferred lender with the SBA and we do everything in-house and that means from application to underwriting, credit approval, construction, if there's any construction aspect at all with your with your loan, closing, and then the loan servicing as well. We're able to do everything of that in-house. So we're not going to the SBA and asking them, you know, to approve your loan or look at anything because we are on that that preferred list. We are able to do everything, you know, in our in our own space. And as Jacqueline had said, you know, the 7A is very beneficial in this space, um, whether you're doing a startup, acquiring a business, whether it's with real estate or without, without real estate, new ground up project if you're looking at a second location um relocating your pet care facility because your lease is about to expire and you want to either build out or you know buy a bigger space because you're outgrowing um and then you're also you know you want to remodel you need new equipment like you've been open for 15 years you realize you need a new fence you need some canine grass you need you need a lot of new things and you just don't know where to go. And again, we really much call ourselves like the launchpad lender as we're experts in this field. And with our portfolio and knowledge, we feel that, you know, we're able to support you um, in any way that we can. So really, you know, just there's there's lots of different options out there. And just, you know, talking through is, is a very good way to kind of start at that point. No, oh, very, very good. So I, I have many talents. Um, finances is not one of them. Um, I shouldn't be allowed to do anything with numbers. And so I'm going to ask you guys to dumb this down for me. Um, you know, so you mentioned a little bit about the, you know, the SBA, uh, was it a 7A? 7A, yes. Um, yes. So can you just like, what does that mean? What lay that out? What are the, what are the benefits? Absolutely. Like, how does it work? Yep. So um, when it comes to lending, you, you typically have about two options, conventional route or the SBA route. Um, and then digging the SBA route a little bit deeper, there's mo- mainly two different products that the SBA um, offers, and that's a 504 loan or a 7A loan. Um, so as Claire was mentioning, we have found that in this space, the 7A product has been most beneficial for customers. Um, several of the op- op- options with the 7A product um, has been beneficial. So the first example is a lower down payment requirements. So under the 7A program, they allow up to 100% financing for expansions. 
So that's expansion of your existing facility, or if you're looking to open up a second location, similar in structure, um, the SBA 7A product allows 100% financing, meaning you have to come to the table with no down payment, which is huge for customers. Um, Now, if you're looking to do a startup location, it's your first time starting up, the SBA 7A product um, allows up to 90% financing. So that just means that you're only required to come with a 10% down payment. Um, versus some of the other product types like conventional, sometimes you're you're required 20 or 30% down payment. So lower down payment requirements has been very beneficial for customers in this space. Um, another benefit under the 7A product is flexible use of proceeds. So Claire kind of mentioned the surface of it, but with the 7A product, um, it allows the use of proceeds in that one loan to be covered for a number of things. Um, you can use your use of proceeds for purchase of real estate, Um, acquiring another business, purchase of equipment, um, third-party costs, so like legal fees, um, appraisals, marketing. So if you guys just, you know, if you as customers decided to use for for his marketing services and you wanted to encompass the the cost of those marketing services into the loan, you're able to do so under the 7A product. Um, So it just allows a lot of flexibility with what you're looking to do versus just only you know, coded towards commercial real estate purchase or whatever it might be. Um, another benefit of the 7A product is all of the loans are fully amortized. So there's not going to be calls. There's not going to be balloons. You aren't going to be required to refinance in three to five years. Um, the loans are fully, fully amortized throughout the whole term of the loan. Um, and with the term, it also allows longer term options. So if you purchase or own your real estate with the loan proceeds, um, these loans can go out 25 years, which is huge. You just It allows for lower um, monthly payments. So it helps your cash flow there. Um, if you rent or lease your facility, um, these loans can go out 10 years. Again, fully amortized, but 10 years. Um, one of the last benefits that we really see, especially in the space that the 7 product product allows Um, is flexibility with the uh, appraisal. So as Claire mentioned, sometimes we do see appraisal issues um, when real estate is involved and that SBA 7A product allows us to go up to 110% of the appraised value. Um, So a lot of times with other products, if an appraisal falls short, um, that just means that the customer has to come to the table with more money. Um, However, it does give you that 10% going up to 110% um, flexibility that we are able to work with on these appraisals. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it definitely sounds like for, you know, I would say the average person who's not coming in with this giant chunk of money that they can put down and invest, it gives them the options to uh, be able to still go through with this and not, you know, Absolutely. Have, to, have to leverage their life. <laughs> Uh, right. Well, and we know in in this industry, cash is king, right? So even if you have a lump sum, you know, you might have goals down the road to where you want to use that to build a second location and you want to keep it in your savings. Um, obviously with COVID, we know it's wonderful and, and necessary at this point to have a, a buffer for emergencies. You never know what's going to happen. So the, the down payment um, requirements, the payment requirements has, has really been key in this industry. Very cool. Very cool. Claire, did you, were you adding something to that? 
I was just going to add to that was, you know, with the SBA, you know, talking about COVID again, like the PPPs, like they also had, they also had a lot of, you know, enhancements with that, with the six month, if you took out a loan, you know, an SBA 7A loan during, you know, that time of unknown, you know, businesses were starting to reopen, but they did offer anybody who had an SBA loan six months of principal and interest payments made on your loan. So you did not have to pay the bank, the SBA paid us for your loan. So again, as Jacqueline said, just knowing that you had that those funds in your bank account and not worrying about making those payments for six plus months. So I think that was a huge savings for everybody. And again, on you know unusual territory and none of us knew what was coming because you know were we going to have another roadblock and we were shut down again because I felt that you know a lot of a lot of the municipalities kind of said what people could do until you know they they found out what this was but also once somebody closed their doors as we all know it's very hard to get people to come back in so the key to this was having you know having doors opened and having those having to be an essential worker. And I think that's where an essential business where we kind of got to be in there. And I think that's what helped us all to, um, to get back to work. But I don't know whether everybody knows this, but a fun fact, there was apparently more doggy daycare adoptions than baby births, you know, during this time of COVID. So, you know, that's why business is booming. So it's, it's a great, it's great to see just watching the change in the space as we talked about. So yeah, and that's what you know. Like in any situation, like a, like a yeah. pandemic or, or like something traumatic, there's always on the other end of that equal opportunity. Um, so I think that's what we're seeing now—the opportunities that came because of COVID. You know, Absolutely. so um, that's why I think a lot of people are, are looking to get into this business and looking to grow it because there's the demand there, and it's a uh, you know, if you love dogs, there's nothing better. Now, tell me about the Live Oaks secret sauce the the magic in the doggy bank what are the benefits why why is it beneficial to work with you guys who have experience in this industry so fern you know we we, we pride ourselves in being a unique bank you know jack and i as we said are dedicated lenders in your space we only work in this industry we're not looking at hotels we're not looking at restaurants it is dedicated 100 percent to daycare grooming training and boarding facilities you know, as Jacqueline is on the road, we meet every customer, we see every site. I don't know many other banks that kind of take time out of their their day to, to make this work. So, and again, we have a dedicated team from ourselves as lenders to your underwriter, to our credit, to closing. If there's a construction component, you have a construction person that you're able to talk to at any point. And at no point, I feel, you know, you don't have a 1-800 number to call. You have either somebody's cell phone or their email or you're texting. And, you know, as we all know, life changed with COVID and I feel there's no more nine to fives or eight to whatever. So I feel that, you know, we're, we're that point person and just, you know, we're, we're there for the whole journey, not just to close the loan as well. So, and also let's remember, you know, not everybody knows this about us. We're not commission-based. So whether we get to do the loan or not, it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't impact our, you know, gains or your gains. It just, we, we want to do the right thing. We have your best interests at heart um, and we're a resource. And I think that's the biggest thing that we kind of want to get out there. We may not be the bank for you, um, and that's okay. But what we want to do is see you succeed in your pet care facility. We are not in the business of putting you into business and then, you know, taking that away from you. 
Um, and then, you know, we're not the cheapest out there, but again, we understand the business. We have a portfolio behind us, a team dedicated and, you know, just reach out with questions. We're here to answer questions, whether you're at the start of your journey, the middle of your journey or the end, we're there to help in any way we can. And I mean, Jacqueline and I have worked very hard at building and maintaining relationships in the industry. And, you know, as you spoke about the trade show, like we, we've attended many trade shows, you know, we're, we're getting into presenting now, which, you know, is brand new for us. Um, we will be in Vegas at the Barclay Pet Boarding and Daycare Expo on May 9th. We will be presenting there and also we'll have a booth on the trade show. So at any point you can walk up to us if you don't want to speak in a, in a big room and ask a question, you can come up and, you know, personally talk with us. So. I feel that, you know, we are very unique in what we do. We definitely know our clients and, you know, we know your business. Whereas, you know, once you bring us your business plan, we're able to, to see your projections and how they make sense, how that growth year over year works. We know that if you open a facility, it can take up to like two or three years to, you know, to break even. That's normal in starting a business. Whereas other banks look at that and just don't see the impact of what you're doing behind the scenes and how that all becomes fruitful as things pan out. So I think that's some of our uniquenesses. Jacqueline, did I miss anything? Well, one thing I just want to harp on too is when, if you are a customer with us, um, once we help you on the front end, once we get your loan closed, um, we don't just brush our hands clean. Um, once your loan closed, you actually get assigned what we call a business advisory group. So you get assigned um, a business advisory um, group member who becomes kind of your partner throughout the whole life of the loan. Um, this business analyst is really a resource for you. They keep up with financials. They want to make sure that business is continuing to grow. Um like, like Fern said, there are hiccups along the way, right? If you do have a hiccup, we want to be the first ones that are there for you. Um, so it's nice because they, they're there as a resource to help with payment questions, keep up with your financials, um, assist with new opportunities. Um, worst case, if you do have struggles, we want to be there to help you out. So we don't just kind of wipe our hands clean. Once, once we get a loan closed, we really truly want to be a partner with you throughout the whole entire life of the loan. And then potentially into your future um, growth modes as well. We're not one and done, right, Jacqueline? You just don't do one loan yes. with us. And then we're like, we're done. So there's <laughs> there's that relationship there. And I feel that, you know, as, as we've all pointed out, like location one, like it could be, a, you know, it's going to be maybe a mom and pops that you've taken over a small space. You're in there a year. You'll notice like you just are saying no to everybody and you don't have capacity. You find another location and then you, you know, you, you look at it and you're like, oh, OK, so Live Oak, I've been with them for over a year. I have a full year of business tax returns. And then, you know, come to either, as we said, it was your analyst or even Jacqueline or myself. Doesn't matter who you reach out to. There's even ways to put leads out there if you go on our, our website as well. So just to kind of know that we're able to do to be there for the second and third locations, it's, you know, it's 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 a, it's a cool thing about us, I feel, is we're we're there and also as everybody knows, this industry, like people yeah. are very respectful, very nice, and they're going to share, you know, the goods and the bads of what's happened to them in the industry, especially if you're sitting in a room for four hours, which we'll be doing, you know, in a couple of weeks that mm -hmm. people will stand up and say, hey, I did this wrong. Don't do this. So I don't know too many industries out there that are, are so open and honest and just nice to one another. But again, there's 
there's more than one bank out there, but there's more than one facility. So there's enough business for everybody out there. And I think that's the key to this um, whole industry. Yeah, no. And the thing is, what I find um, is it can be very isolating, you know, as a as an owner, because a lot of people are coming from other careers and they're like, OK, I want to do my dream. You know, this is their dream. And but they don't have it. I mean, they're kind of on their own. And, you know, I've had a, many a client I've had to talk off the ledge. You know, I try to provide as much support as I can, but there's only so much my experience, only so far my experience, you know, skill set can go. So it's just so nice to have other partners out there who can hold your hand, who can explain to you what's going on or, you know, tell you what to expect. I think that because it can be a very stressful, overwhelming time. So I think it's very, it's just a cool thing to have someone like your, you know, you guys in their corner as a resource and a support system to help them through all of the twists and turns and unexpected stuff that's going to happen. And that's, that, that's a great point there. And it's the same, you know, within, you know, a loan closing process, you know, we've all kind of, you know, had different things closed from homes, but like once you're in the weeds of it, like you just need someone to kind of break it down and just make it that it's doable. Everything's doable, but it's just having not overwhelming somebody and just, you know, letting them know that this too will pass and, you know, we're we're all there for you so i think that's that's a key component of us at live oak bank that i think makes us different and i know jacqueline and i were both in the front line of the ppps and i mean we were 24 7 we were there for everybody and i mean we picked up the phone and we spoke to our customers like we were dealing directly and we were the ones giving you we we were the ones giving you the news that you got that money. And we were even telling, you know, when we opened the floodgates for everybody else, like we were telling people we couldn't finance their loan because their bigger bank had, you know, got their loan, but hadn't called them and let them know. So what, you know, just hearing and seeing things like that, I feel that however bad COVID was, we were all there for one another. And as an organization, and I'm out of Atlanta, I don't live in Wilmington, but, you know, Zoom became our friends and, it was amazing how as an organization, we just all grouped together and just did what we could, whether you were a, you know, front desk person or you were a lender, an underwriter, you were management, everybody was part of that loan process and PPPs. We shut down all of our, you know, broad lending and put a pause and got these funds into people's hands. And I think that was, that's where we saw the big change in all of this as well. Obviously, we knew that we were watching our portfolios and there was a couple of industries that were, you know, very key to being impacted and pet care was one of those, but just seeing everybody come through the other side has been so, so fun to watch. I know it's been very stressful, but just knowing that, you know, typically those January, February months are quiet. I don't think that anybody in the space has seen that happen. It's kind of been very steady and growth has been double, if not triple in some locations. So there's there, there's a lot out there and it's just you know getting your getting yourself wrapped around the process and knowing that you know you're going to make a difference to people in your community so yeah that's what it's all about yes. um so i mean uh, Cl uh um jacqueline you had uh talked there about what happens you know as the with you guys as the loan closes and stuff but i'm curious mm -hmm. how does everything start so um, what is the process not only to get started, but what does it look like working with you guys throughout the process of, of getting this thing done? Absolutely. So, um, as Claire mentioned, we want to be a resource. So whether you have an, 
an opportunity that you want to tackle right now or whether it's something that, you know, might be on the horizon, but just have questions, um, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can email us directly. Um, we'll give you our contact information at the end. However, if you go to liveoakbank.com, we have a landing page um, that is just specifically for pet care facilities and it has our contact information on that as well. Um, but yeah, we want to be a resource for you. If, if you do have an opportunity right now, um, we can send you an application package, walk you through everything. Um, we do a lot of stuff on the front end. So as Claire mentioned, we're not commission-based lenders, so we're not going to be pushing everything. We're going to be working with our customers to make sure that it makes sense um, for not only you, but for the bank, right? We want to make sure that it's going to be something that you will be successful at. So um, we do a lot of due diligence on the front end, looking through your numbers, working through you with cash flow um, to make sure this project makes sense for you. Um, so yeah, we'd be happy to help you out with an application. Um, and that way we can send you a proposal and let you know what we think. And so once once we once the application process starts and everything, um, like uh, like what happens? Like how is like how do you guys continue your relationship? As like is it just on a need to know? I know like out right now you're you know flying back from another place. Like um, how yes. is it is it different every? I must be unique every situation, right? Yeah. So some people are, everyone's at different stages, right? Someone might be, um, you know, ready to go today and they're ready to start collecting their financials or the next person, it might be something, well, Hey, in the next year, I'm looking to buy a facility. What kind of um, size facility do you think I can qualify for? Um, so each, each example is going to be a little bit different. So we kind of twerk, um, tweak our, our process with what your needs are at the time. Um, but yeah, it, you know, We'll help you out with the with the front end, whether it's getting pre-qualified for a potential project or whether it's seeing if you can actually qualify for a project that's on the line right then and there. Um, once we collect everything and we see if it's a fit, we'll send you a proposal letter out. That proposal letter out will go over all of the structure of the potential loan um, and terms, rates, things like that. If it's something that you decide you want to move forward with, at that time, the loan will get moved into underwriting. Um, where we have a dedicated underwriter in that space as well. Um, and then it and then it finally gets our credit approval. Um, once everything is credit approved, then it goes into closing. Um, typically, we will either come see you on the front end if it's a project that you're thinking about, you want to kind of get our opinion on it, um, or during closing when everything is kind of finalizing. Okay, cool. Yeah, it sounds it sounds awesome. And like the same thing I I, I when I talk to people. When they ask me recommendations, you know, uh, they're getting ready for a build out and they want an architect and everything. I'm like, I would find someone who's kind of knows this space a little bit because you want to make Absolutely. sure you don't screw up the drainage or whatever else you need that's specific to the pet industry. So and I feel like this is the same thing. There's mm -hmm. there's things, there's experience that you guys have and expertise that the average bank is not going to have not knowing this industry. So same thing with me. There's plenty of digital marketers and business coaches out there, but I'm a dog guy. You know, this is the only right. thing I do. This is the only people I serve. So I think when you find someone who really understands that, I would say you find your people and it makes everything a lot easier. Um, is there anything else that I forgot to, to talk about you think is relevant to uh, to the audience? No, I think it, that's great. I mean, piggybacking on that, we do the same thing. We love to meet other um, people in the industry that know the industry and day in and day out because 
we're going to be referring our customers to that. Because like you said, if you know the industry, whether that's marketing, finance, insurance, um, construction, it's always better to be partnered with someone who understands your industry, realizes what you actually need and what you may not need. Um, so that way you're not having to go back and do things twice or pay more than needed or, you know, redo it five years down the road, whatever it might be. So um, we definitely understand and appreciate that importance. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been great. Um, I really uh, appreciate you guys taking the time here and doing what you do. Um, and if someone is ready to get some information from you, uh, you mentioned the website, maybe give it again. And how can people reach out and get in touch with you guys? Absolutely. Our website is www.liveoakbank.com. Um, and my email is Jacqueline.pate, P as in Paul, A-I-T, at liveoak.bank. My cell phone is 919-475-1881. And again, just piggybacking off Jacqueline, Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E dot Cronin, C-R-O-N as in Nancy, I as in ice cream, N as in Nancy at liveoak.bank. Best number to get me on is 404-513-2347. And again, really appreciate the opportunity, Fern, and look forward to seeing you in Vegas. Yes. And if yeah, you, guys if you guys are, are walking... in Vegas. Oh, I'm sorry. Say that again, Jacqueline. No, I was going to say we're at booth 22. So if you guys happen to be in Vegas, please come see us and say hello. Yes. So this podcast is going to be launched um five or six days before the the conference. So if you're watching, if you're listening right away, definitely, you know, make sure you, you find Claire and Jacqueline and say hi and, and ask them any questions you have. Um, if not, and this is after the expo, um, all of that fun info and contact uh, information that they gave you is also on the show notes. So you can go over to overdogdigital.com, look for this episode, and you can get all that information and links right there um, at any time. Um, Ladies, thank you so much for spending the time and uh, telling me uh, and everyone about the cool stuff that you guys are doing out there. Um, I think it's good to have the doggy bank in your corner. Um, and I'm looking forward to hanging out with you in Vegas. See you then. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks so much, Fern. All right, guys. Take care. Bye -bye. Safe travels, Jacqueline. Thank yeah. you. Bye. If you'd like some help with your own digital marketing efforts, just reach out to me at overdogdigital.com forward slash contact and we can schedule a time where we can get together, chat, and see if I would be a good fit to help you out.